Number 26, non-dom. So, Rishi Sunak has been found wanting yet again. This time, he's been found out by having a green card for the US whilst working as Chancellor in this country. And his wife has been caught napping as well with not paying taxes. So let's discuss. It's really interesting to see how he thought he could get away with imposing these swinging tax hikes to people in this country and at the same time his wife using various methods to reduce her taxation in this country now she's come out and said that she's going to pay all her taxes that are owed in this country and it's about and i think it's really about time that these people actually thought about the fact that uh, these taxes are there for a reason and yes they can legally dodge some of these taxes because that's the way it's been set up for all these years. But people are getting fed up to the back teeth with people evading taxation. And yet we're paying more national insurance. We're paying more for our prescriptions. We're paying more for our gas. We're paying more for electric. And we're paying more for everything that has gone up under this current government. And yet these people seem to think that they can just make their millions and not pay anything in return. You know, you don't get out for note in this life and uh, these people seem to think so and because they've got away with it for so many years, they obviously feel that um, they're special and they don't deserve to pay for things that we take for granted in this country like the NHS, like education, like social services, benefit system, education. Oh yes, and by the way, he gave £100,000 to Winchester College just so that uh, they could have their name in the benefactors list now what you do with your money is entirely up to you and i don't care what he does with his own money or her own money in the sense that if if it's earned income do whatever you want with it but it's a culmination of things that have happened in the past few weeks that really has upset a lot of people with the price rises that are going ahead the current government corruption the current non-opposition of the opposition parties Keir Starmer just plodding along as if nothing nothing matters. And they all say the odd thing here and there to make people think that he's on their side, but really he's not on their side. He's on the establishment side, he's not on our side. So I think we need to be very careful that when we come into next election and the local elections are due on the 5th of May, so in a few weeks ago, you know, what do we do? What can we do to change all this? Well, unfortunately, it's a local lo- local elections, and local elections don't change a great deal. They change a little bit. Obviously, it depends on which council that council you, you're in and what they've done in the past or haven't done in the past and what they say they're going to do. But it comes to the point where you think, well, Labour hasn't done anything for me or Conservatives haven't done anything for me, done anything for me or the Liberal Democrats haven't done anything for me. So where do you go? Well, I think it's time that people just sat back and thought about it and said, well, look, these three parties have been there or thereabouts for decades now. 
and we've been suffering for decades. So perhaps we need to give them a shock in the May election in that we actually vote for someone else. Now, I'm not saying that if you've got a, whatever council or whatever party and they've been good and they're good and they've been responsive, I'm not saying you should get rid of that council because of political of the political parties or what have you. But if they're genuinely a good council and they do the work, they're diligent and look after the people and they represent you properly, then fine vote for him or her but if it's a case that you know it's this party's always been in power no matter what we do then then vote for someone else vote for whoever you've got in that area i'm not saying telling you who to vote for that's a, that's up to you but i think as we're coming towards the 5th of may you need to take a really good look at who's out there who's put the names forward and what parties are representing or maybe independent. They may not represent any other party, maybe an independent person. But look and see what they are actually saying they would want to do for you at the local level. And at the end of the day, a lot of the stuff that we see day to day is done at local level. So, you know, if you've got loads of potholes around your area and you've got someone who's been in power or been a councillor in that ward, your ward, for many, many years, and they keep saying, oh, yes, we're going to fill the potholes, but they never do, then vote for someone else and see what they, they can do. You know, you've, your vote matters, and your vote is important. I know some people think uh, that they're apathetic and say, oh, politicians are all the same, and, you know, what difference does it make? Well, you've got to get off your backside and vote, because if you don't vote, things won't change. And I think this is the first time in a couple of years that we've had elections, proper elections across the councils. And it now's your time to make your feelings known. So, like I said, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but what I'm saying is that you've got to break the cycle of Conservative, Labour, Liberal Democrats. I think that's the only way that these people are going to get their message is if they see their, their base crumble. Because at the end of the day, they just swan into a... They think, oh, well, this... Area always have voted this way, so I'm, I'm going to get in. And they might not want to do too much because I think they're going to get in anyway. Well, send them a shock, you know, vote for someone else. You know, there's, there's no reason to keep these people in power if they're not going to do anything for you. But do vote. Don't be apathetic don't, because that's how these people get into power because people say, oh, I can't be bothered to vote. They're all the same. Well, you won't know that unless you vote. Listen to what people are saying. Make your mind up if that person is on your wavelength. Are they promising things or want to do things which you're passionate about? Say, you're passionate about the environment. So are they saying something about the environment? Are they saying something about education? Are they something, saying something about social services and protecting the poor and the elderly and disabled? Are they saying those things? And if they are, vote for them. It's not rocket science. Democracy isn't rocket science. I, I know some people think, you know, it's it's a foregone conclusion and there's nothing we can do about it. But that's what they, the big parties want you to feel because that's how they retain power. And if you want a, a, if you want to change, then you've got to make that change yourself. You've got to force yourself to go out and vote and vote for someone that you think meets your expectations or believes in something you believe in sometimes you do that and the person doesn't get in but if you've got a person who's perhaps on one of these three big parties and say they get a majority of two or three hundred because local elections aren't 
you know, they get, they get huge majority, but say it's two or three hundred votes, and all of a sudden you get they get down to ten votes. That doesn't our concentrate mind, you know. When you go, when you start, when they start seeing big changes and big swings away from them, you need to give them, you know, the best shock is to vote for someone else and get somebody else in. But there's nothing like actually giving them a shock in the fact that your your support base is not as big as it used to be. So you, so that means that as a politician, they've got to start changing their way of thinking and doing things because they should think about well, I only got in by ten votes instead of three hundred votes last time. I'm worried. And so they that's the best way to get people to work for you. Say, look, you only got in by ten votes. You start working with us on these problems and you'll get rid you'll get voted back into power. But if you continue down the pathway that you've done for the past several years you're not going to get a bear councillor next time round, and this is what probably needs to happen actually is that some of these councillors have been there 20 years 25 years multiple years whatever perhaps it's that it's probably it's time that we said enough is enough you've had your time we need somebody who is actually going to be passionate about these things and not just sort of roll up and just nod your head and do whatever the council wants you to do we need people that actually will hold the councils to we need people to actually hold the council's feet to the fire and by councils i mean i mean the people who work for the councils because they when something goes wrong this is a bit the elected official gets it in the neck well you know probably they deserve it a little bit but the person who's in the council the council officers also deserve that as well so if something goes wrong and the officials in the council don't get action taken against them then they're just there's what's the point of them changing you know we've had uh Huge problems in Bermondsey Council with officials doing things like the bin strike cost us twelve million pounds because they wanted to fight the bin workers and unite the union took them to court and they won their case. So I mean, after that, the city solicitor resigned, but those other people that made those decisions did they resign as well? You know, we've just had our situation in Bermondsey Council now as part of the West Midlands transport. These trams that have now had to be taken off. Their routes, so there's no trams trams working at the moment because of metal fatigue uh, cracking in in the in certain areas in, in the bodywork. Now these trams were made in Spain, probably because of government policy and that you had to take the lowest quote. But what they're going to do about it? Are they going to tell CAF, the manufacturer, say, right, this is your fault, this is your production problem, you put it right, but we're not paying for it? Or is it going to be the case that the West Midlands Combined Authority? councils all got to pay for this because i don't think we should if it's you know you manufactured it wrong you pay for the for the repairs we don't pay for anything and really what they ought to do as well if i was part of this i'd say we've lost revenue so you're going to have to pay back that revenue as well make it hard so hard for them that that they when and, and i'd say to them look and don't think you're going to get an order for next time around as well so we have to, to start thinking about pressurizing these individuals that work for us because they work for us we don't work for them they work for us because we pay our council tax and we pay all these these taxes as well they have to realize that they have responsibility to us as taxpayers and it's about time that they listen to us and when we say jump they say how high that's it for now see you later bye